feeling spring but we are in la I, I got off the phone with a friend of mine who's on the east coast and it's snowing right now oh, so gross. Ew, yeah i was like i am so sorry for your loss <laughs> so sorry this is happening to you <laughs> pray for you child boo boo to those of y'all who have to deal with the snow um and hopefully you'll be able to feel some good weather soon mm-hmm. some spring feel nice out in these streets yes it's already weird gas prices are high and oh my god there's <laughs> I just fill my tank. And I, yeah, I didn't fill it up. I can't, I can't afford to fill it up half. these days. I just go half. I'm like, is it half? I did one fourth. Yeah. I did one fourth. And Child. I said, this it? Okay. <laughs> like, okay. Yeah. Gas prices have been very disrespectful. Um, and gross. Yeah. And they were already high on the um, West Coast, y'all. Yeah. Was, they were already. Already. While I was, remember driving in Texas and getting gas for 130. Oh my God. What a <sighs> I wonder world. what Texas prices are. Now I have to Child. see. Any, anyways, welcome to Tissa Town Tea. <laughs> we are the podcast where we celebrate black and brown creatives in mm-hmm. the industry. Um, for your, those who are just joining us, welcome. We welcome. start you off with a would you rather. Uh, we go into a know better, do better, where mm-hmm. we're trying to give you either advice or encouragement or yeah. share something we learned. Then we go into the news, and then we have the main segment. Um, and then after that, we do Niggas You Should Know, where we give the flowers to those who deserve it. We don't wait for them to leave. Sometimes uh, we do honor those who've passed away, mm-hmm. but most of the time we're honoring those who deserve to be recognized. So, Period. yeah. And for those of y'all who kept rocking with us, thank you so much. Uh, we've had some amazing guests. It's been really cool mm-hmm. um, talking to people in the industry and different aspects of it. So, yes. hooray for that. Um, but, yeah. But we're going to get into that. Would you rather? Mm. All right. So, would you rather date someone who is intelligent without common sense or someone who had common sense? But not so bright. What are we doing? That's hard. That's very, very hard. Mm. I, I, the thing that would be least, I feel like the least annoying as much. Both, I think, are are not good. (laughs) Both are just, yeah. My gosh. But I'm going to. Go with someone who has common sense, but not so intelligent. Okay. Because. They don't gotta be. Okay. Yeah. Because I, be I, I want at least the everyday stuff. I need you to get that down. Like, <laughs> I can't. Like, okay. You might not know that E equals MC squared or whatever the fuck. Right. <laughs> That's fine. But the day-to-day stuff, I need, I need you. I need, I need you to know common sense stuff like <laughs> i'm not teaching you how to sweep i'm not teaching you how to wipe down i'm not teaching i'm not teaching some some things right. i'm like i'm not right we're not we're not doing this um so yeah i would go with that because I, also i feel like maybe i run the other way sometimes or it's like mm-hmm. i'm really intellectual and then the common stuff is like why did you leave everything at the house <laughs> you know you need to cash this check checks at the house what the fuck <laughs> you know so it's like all right, girl. So get it together. So yeah, I feel like the more common sense, I might balance out the a person with mm, higher common mm-hmm, sense, but mm-hmm. not so intelligent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Both would be uh, Jesus, Lord, for me. <laughs> Every five seconds, I'd be calling on my Lord and Savior. Truly, but 
Um, I think I would do the first one. Yeah. Just because I am I am the first one. Yeah. I am intelligent. <laughs> I really don't have common sense a lot of the times. It's a mix of common sense and just being a little too impulsive, but um mm-hmm. I think I would do the first one. Yeah. Cuz you know, I don't know, they can just sit there and talk smart shit and then <laughs> I don't know, they'd be useful for something. Like I just feel like there'll be some use to it. <laughs> You'd learn the something. Intel- like, the, oh, the okay, inte- yeah. yeah. The intelligence <laughs> will be useful for something, I feel like. It'll come in handy. Yeah. That's what I'm feeling in my guts and my bones. Mm-hmm. So my spirit. <laughs> so yeah, we, we're going to go with that. We're okay. going to go with that. Yeah, I'll give you that. The first one's giving like mad scientists, like they can like do all this. Yeah, and stuff. yeah, I'm like to invent something so yeah. we can make some money. <laughs> <laughs> Fill our pockets, please. Thanks. That's not a bad strategy. I like it. I like it. All right. Well, on to our no better, do better. Mm, what you got? Yes. Well, um, yeah, pretty much I have here just keep brainstorming, keep thinking of ideas, especially in this industry. Mm. Like a lot of us, it takes a lot of time and energy to put right. into projects. Right. A lot of us, depending on where we are in the project, sometimes you're not, you're working for free for a lot of times and you're putting a Everyone. lot of energy yeah. into whether it's creating characters, creating story. But in this industry, like, you don't know what may hit. You don't know what may sell. You don't know what, you know, people will be drawn to when it's your work. So you have to have more than one idea, you know, more than one idea Mm -hmm. that you believe in that you're trying to push out there. And it it can be a hard thing to balance with, like, being an adult and, like, paying bills if you're not getting paid for your work. You know what I mean? So that is definitely a struggle, but you have to have more than one a great idea um but make sure you know they're good you know what i mean I, yeah, yeah make sure you know. even the stupid ones get made so. yeah yeah that's very true and even I, I sharknado thinking, three oh has my god four, five six what uh, a franchise it's so dumb people <laughs> but, like it though they have six they really like it yeah yeah that's very true. And even when I think of uh, Lin-Manuel Miranda, he worked on Hamilton for a very long time, but he also mm-hmm. was, had, like, in the Heights, he had, like, other ideas that he was, like, still percolating and working on, mm-hmm. you know? So sometimes it may take a long time, but it can't just be one. Yeah, the gals love Hamilton, so yep. thank God he stuck with that. <laughs> okay, thank God he finished that. Jesus Lord, the Heights <laughs> love they really do. Hamilton. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Yes. My God. <laughs> they love seeing niggas be historical white figures. Yes, they really do. I'm just glad he got to Encanto because that's my shit. <laughs> that oh, yeah. The girls and fire. the babes. The girls and the babes. Okay. Love them <laughs> some Encanto. It's his fire. I was over there shedding tears like, why y'all so hard on this baby just because she ain't got no power? Right? <gasps> <Ain't her fault. laughs> they treated her like she ain't nothing. I was like, oh my gosh, she's so sweet. She's so nice. <laughs> like, dang. dang. Encanto. Y'all had Bruno living in the walls and shit. Y'all ain't, that, y'all are not nice. <laughs> I was like, oh my God. Yes, he's weird, Ooh. but my God. <laughs> I didn't know he was behind Encanto. <laughs> okay. So one thing Lynn is he gonna do is get that money. Yeah, he is. He's gonna get that, <laughs> get that money and he's gonna turn a musical song into a hit where we singing it. Ooh, <laughs> yeah, I hate musicals, child. But Ooh. I might watch a little, little It's really cute. I, I might watch a little something. Yeah, yeah, it's real cute. 
Okay, mm. great. Would you rather? Yeah, keep brainstorming. We love it. Keep brainstorming, y'all. So we're gonna get right into the news. That's As y'all it. know, we only talk about black and brown news. I okay, mean, mostly black. Mm-hmm. Um, little little hint of brown, little mm-hmm. season, little mm-hmm. razzle dazzle of brown, so, so. but mostly black because we mm-hmm. like to celebrate black folks here. Fair, you know. Mm-hmm. And we, we get all of our stuff from Shadow and Act, which is a publication that pretty much only yeah publishes black and brown news anyway. So mm-hmm. shout out to them. <laughs> yes. All right, so first one, Carl, Carl, why was that hard word today? Carl Weber's The Black Hamptons. It is a BT limited series to star Vanessa Bell Calloway, Black China. Well. Um, Elise Neal and more, that threw me off. Okay. Yes. Oh, and Lamont Rucker. Okay. I think, uh-huh. yeah, y'all know him from the Medea, not from yeah. the Medea, but well, he's been in a lot of Tyler yeah, Perry. Yeah, Tyler Perry stuff. stuff. Why did we get married? He was in that. He was in that. He was Sheila's new boo. Okay. And Sheila okay. was played by Jill Scott for mm-hmm. those who don't know the reference. Right. Mm. Um. Yeah. So they have been set for the BET's adaption of the Black Hamptons. Mm. It is a book from the New York Times bestselling author, Carl Weber. Okay, girl. Okay. This adaption is a second of Weber's works at BET following Carl Weber's the family business at BET plus. Okay. Okay. And here is the description I'm guessing. Let's see from luxury communities. Mm-hmm. That's the only way to say communities. <laughs> communities. Yes. Um, to historic beachfront enclaves. Oh, <laughs> this epic story will follow the brewing ooh, who wrote this wow. Fee, feud mm-hmm. between the Britons and the Johnsons well. where the difference between old money and new money is very apparent I won't be mad okay give me that new money give me that new money <laughs> Carl Weber's The Black Hamptons not only features the glitz and gloss of the black elite but also exposes the underbelly Okay, mm. of wealth and prestige. This is great vocab okay. words in here. Okay. With a mix of legacy families thriving for generations, friends, wannabes, and thirsty developers, drama can never be too far behind. Okay, right. sounds very drama feeling. Yeah, it's, it's giving drama. It is giving novella. Wow. It is giving, and I might watch it. I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah, I mean, I might, okay. I might do a little something, something with it. Mm-hmm. So, Nikaya D. D. Brown Jones and Carl Weber will executive produce the series and mm-hmm. serve as showrunners. Okay. See, write some books, y'all. Yeah. Because y'all should can get thing. adapted and you can be a freaking showrunner like like not like that. Obviously, it takes right. work. As Kim Car- we'll get into yeah. that later. <laughs> she ready. We'll get into that later. But um yeah, yeah. guys, write some IP. Yeah. Write some books. I mean, yeah. If, yeah guys. Yeah. Because if your shit gets adapted, you could, you know, work it out to where yeah. you get to be a part of the creative process instead of them just adapting it without you. That's right. But and that if comes you into own the IP, mm-hmm. you hold the power straight up. That's why you got to know the biz side, too. Mm-hmm. I mean, shout out to Carl Weber. I love yeah. that he's the showrunner on his own book. Period. Adaption. Mm-hmm. That's dope. That That's really I respect dope. quite a bit. Yeah. Okay. So next one. Miss um, uh, Bella, Bella Kiss. <laughs> Belcalise. Belcalise. Miss Belcalise, if y'all know who that is, it's Cardi B. Yes, she dropped out of a lead role mm. in a Paramount movie called Assisted Living days damn. before filming was set to start. So now the set is closed for God now. Damn. Jesus Christ. Um, so <laughs> first leading role, she said by a week before production was set to begin. Ooh. Um 
With the comedy features lead no longer in the picture, the cast and crew have been told the film has at least temporarily been scratched. Oh, oh that's a, I hate to see it, honestly. Not scratched. Dang. You know what? Um, it was a $30 million comedy being produced by Temple Hill and Stephen Dr. Love. I don't okay. know who that is. Right. It was to be directed by Thimby Banks. Okay. The film was set to be Cardi B's a major film debut after having a minor role in the Huston movie about the scrippers. Yeah, I remember that. Um, I mean, we're not even going to talk about what it was because they, they done scrapped it. Mm. Uh, she said she backed out uh, because she was overextended. Okay. Which, you know, I can respect that, yeah. but also there's a whole set of, of folks who now don't have yeah. work and who have been like, it's not like they haven't been preparing. Yeah, it's a for, lot of work. Yeah for to get to this moment and then a week you're gonna be like just kidding um <laughs> that's disappointing we it is very mm-hmm. disappointing we don't know the reason she right. said she's overextended right. but i will be a devil's advocate and say motherfuckers are overextended every day and still go to work hey um <sighs> that is facts that is facts mm. but you know i do feel bad for the people that we're supposed to work on this thing. Yeah. Cause you know, yeah. We working on sets. Those are like gigs. Yep. You, know, you got to go from job, job to job, job to get your money. Yep. Unless you're like establishing people are coming to you at work right. all the time, right. you know? So I don't know. I feel bad. I feel for bad the for folks. the group for sure. Yeah. I definitely feel bad. Mm-hmm. And I mean, maybe this stuff happens. It probably does happen all the time. But yeah. Not to this caliber, this yeah. is going to be a big production. Yeah. So yeah. shout out to them. We're going to yeah. pray for them and yeah. we're going to, um, pray for more opportunities and more money's in their pockets. Exactly. Whoever was affected yeah. by this. We also going to pray for Cardi B, you yeah. know, she says she's overextended. So mm-hmm. I don't want to say anything that she's lying or anything like that. Right. We're going to pray for yeah. her too. And hopefully, you know, things will get better for everyone involved true and we understand but also it is still disappointing yeah you know it's just like damn all right Mm." but yeah 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 yeah. because like she gonna be fine she backs out but it's like you know everyone isn't gonna be fine everyone else isn't gonna be fine so yep it's okay Mm -hmm. we don't want this next clip though i mean this next story though Chat. Did you watch the clip? I did watch the clip. Okay, so Judah, because I'm yeah. I'm only going off of this one quote, which yeah. I usually don't do. I usually yeah. like to do my full research, mm-hmm. but all I need is this one quote, <laughs> this one quote to know what's going on. Yep. So I'm sure y'all have seen it by now. There's mm-hmm. a clip um, of Miss um, Kim Kardashian mm-hmm. telling people to get off their fucking asses and work. Is that what she said? Yeah. That's so verbatim, what she said. It is for verbatim, but. For, I guess, bigger context, she was in a variety shoot. It was her and her sisters and her mom. Not in a variety shoot saying that. Mm-hmm. Oh, God. And it, they asked her about what advice she would give for women in business. And she was like, I have the best advice. Like, get off your ass and work. Nobody wants to work nowadays. And then I think her sister chimed <laughs> in like, if you're the smartest person in the room, you got to get out of the room. And then she was like, yeah, you have to, like, you no bad work environment. You have to make the work environment like a place where everybody wants to work but you have to come and do the work and i'm just like okay now she said nobody wants to work that's not true (laughs) and not you're saying that all right all right so that's okay (laughs) so now we're gonna get into it yeah um (laughs) i have (laughs) i have a lot of things uh that uh, so we're going to talk about what The View said first. Mm-hmm. Who's on The View? Whoopi? Yeah, Whoopi, Joy, Behard. Don't know who um, that is. Sonny Hostin. Don't know who that is. Stephanie Grisham. I is don't that a, ri- know. a writer? Oh, no, that's John Grisham. 
Yeah. Well, Sunny Hostin is a lawyer, and I think she's done a lot of work. Like, you know, when you go on TV and you comment on, like, commentary on some of the big cases and stuff like that. I and think she's that's like a commentator. How, yeah. And so she's a host on there. Sarah Grisham. She's the conservative one, but I, I'm not too sure of uh, Sarah's work. Um, Got it. Oh, excuse me, Stephanie Grisham. And then there's Sarah Hines. Um, no, none of them folks. Yeah. Okay. Well, they all had something to say mm-hmm. <laughs> about the clip. Mm-hmm. Um, the panel discussed her interview mm-hmm. where she, you know, what Judith just said. She said, get off your fucking ass and work, bitches. Mm-hmm. <laughs> nah, she's at the bitches. <laughs> she might she as well, <laughs> though. Because her tone, too, it was like. Ooh, the tone. tone. Yeah. The tone I was, was like, like Kim. <laughs> She was like, get up and work. Nobody wants to work. I'm like, sis, what? <laughs> um, so, of course, uh, sister <sighs> Auntie Whoopi pushed back and said that her advice simply wasn't true. Mm-hmm. Joy Behar agreed with her, um, is saying that a leg up is what you need in that world. Mm-hmm. Uh, who works harder than that? And then Sunny, whatever, chimed in saying, yeah, it helps to be born rich also, like she was, well, which is very true. These are all facts. Uh, she had a wealthy father, obviously. Mm-hmm. She had a mother who was a business manager. She's pretty. All yep. of these things yep. do you know you know these are all advantages you can't say that when you grew up in beverly hills bitch um come on (laughs) uh stephanie grisham who was the conservative though said that she was inspired by her words uh because she's the daughter of a working single mother and then she talked about uh kim's work on prison reform okay whoopty fucking do like i have my own thoughts about that like whoopty fucking do bitch um (laughs) if she said if you take the messenger away from the message she's not wrong uh it's not wrong because people do want to work a lot of people exactly want to work a lot of women want to work a lot of women women got to fucking work bitch how you think we fucking surviving out here in these motherfucking streets all the women want to work without throwing their babies into the dumpster and then coming back to hopefully find like there's right. no paternity like most of the time there's no maternity leave and no paternity leave they still got to be expected to be on the job while they still healing mm-hmm. not even that just in general like depending right. on the job chaff Oh. just very tone deaf yeah. and it's Mm-mm. just you're the just the wrong person to say that yeah not saying that her life is easy i mean yeah. no money no problems it, it takes a lot of work to yeah. do social media which is what they do it takes a lot of work to run right. to do the things that they do but at the same time bitch you're not finna sit here and act like that shit came out your ass and you came out the mud come on and pulled your bootstraps on come on and did that shit come on Okay, that's what you're not finna sit here and do. Yeah, and you're not finna sit here and say, "Get off your ass and work, bitch." <laughs> what you think we doing? <laughs> what do you think we doing day in and day out, ho? It's huh? <laughs> like truly, no, that's facts. Like, like, what do you think we're doing out here in these streets? What listen, do you think? I know it is really hard to pucker up your lips and put <laughs> lip gloss different colors every time. And then you have to wipe it. My God, the sweat, the blood, the tears. I get that. But it's not the same as a nurse who's standing for damn near two shifts on end, 
like helping different wards. It's different from a person who's a like first responder. It's different from a person who's bagging groceries. It's different. From, even mm-hmm. a barista, my God, people be catching hands if they're coffee. People are right. so rude. And people are so mean and rude. Like people who are bringing you your food is different when you are a sanitation worker. It is different. When, it's different. Right. Like if your intention was to say, you know, my advice to women in business is to just get out there and just work really hard and you know don't let anything stop you like you could have just said anything yeah what you said <laughs> that part and you even said anything even the influencer right she could have been like child try your best to get that llc <laughs> you know like something right like you could just there's just so many other things you could have said and you so decided many. to say get off your fucking ass and work you knowing who you are decided to say that girl please Mm-mm. girl please <laughs> Girl, please. It's now, had Oprah have said that to me, I might have listened. Yeah. Yeah. Had Oprah have said, because, you know. Oprah started from the bottom. Right. <laughs> Oprah ain't, wasn't born like you and didn't, wasn't brought up like you and no. didn't have opportunities that you had. No. You know? So, you know, even if Tyler Perry would have said shit like that, I'd be like, all right. Thanks. <laughs> you right. You know. Tyler Perry, right. He was but, sleeping in the car that he was selling his his plays out <laughs> like, right. what are we like, talking about we know that man got off his ass and he worked, worked. <laughs> and he would never even say some shit like that that's wild i doubt like i would never whenever tyler sperry tyler sperry whenever tyler <laughs> i can't say anybody's name today <laughs> it's all good whenever tyler perry says anything that's trying to be inspirational it's not like this yeah like you know yeah. what i'm saying yeah. like he's a very inspirational man when he's speaking about yeah, yeah. When he's trying to motivate or giving advice yeah like, bitch yeah and you're right the line it was kind of condescending right like yeah, it's it was giving condescending like, like you want to be where i am get off your fucking ass and work batch <laughs> like that's what i'm imagining okay, that britney spears song which is fire i do love that song <laughs> it's you giving like britney, some work, type bitch. of like instagram motivational like yeah. fitness from yeah. some bitch who was already skinny yeah. and doesn't that even part. use the program she got surgery to look the way she looked and you want it look like me your before picture get off your fucking ass and work patch like it's that's what it's giving (laughs) and it's just not giving it's not giving no no (laughs) it's not giving it's not um Mm -mm. we're done with her yeah we're done goodbye next (laughs) now we're gonna get into something that you know is is cool yes um because sis bye (laughs) (laughs) here's the person we're gonna get advice from right (laughs) I'm not taking no advice from your ass. I could have said something so disrespectful, but I won't. I'm on air. <laughs> Child, we know too much information about that whole family anyway. Right. It's too More much. than I ever wanted we to don't know. Need, no. <laughs> it's too much. More than I ever wanted to know. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Okay. Mm-hmm. Next one. Last news story. Mm-hmm. Nobel Peace Prize nominee and grandmother of Juneteenth, Miss Opalie. Come on. Signs with C. A-A. Well, you better get that age, honey. Come on. She's a 2022 Nobel Peace Prize nominee and author, leader, and activist. Um, she signed with CAA. She's known as a grandmother of the Juneteenth. Um, and she decided that the time was now to make Juneteenth a federal holiday and dedicate her life to doing so. Yep. Period. Uh-huh. 2016, she brought national attention to the cause with the Opals Walk to D.C. campaign. And she planned to walk more than 1,400 miles from her home in Texas to the nation's capital in Washington, D.C. Did she do that? You better get them steps. First of all, how's that possible? Do you just walk Sheesh. on the highways? 
I would have to stay overnight at some motels. I'd be like, yeah, it's like, where am I walking? This Hilton to that Radisson. Here we go. Yeah, I'm like, what's the <laughs> what? route? My logical brain's like, what's the route though? Like, what is the trail? Is there a trail? Am I walking on we the just freeways? following the highway? <laughs> right. Am I walking on the side of the free? Yeah. How are we getting there? Interesting. Go off, okay. sis. In 2019, she launched a petition that would garner 1.5 million signatures well. and support us including J-Lo and Lupita. She delivered that bill to Congress okay. in 2020. And last year, Juneteenth became a federal holiday and she stood alongside President Joe Biden mm-hmm. <laughs> and VP Kamala Harris <laughs> in honor yeah. and acknowledgement of her lifelong service. Yeah. Establishing the federal holiday has created a vacuum, a vacuum, uh, for accurate information about Juneteenth, explained Dion Sims, who is Miss Lee's manager and oh, founder well, of Unity Unlimited Inc. Come on. And we are honored that CAA is putting their resources to work to provide Miss Opal the opportunities to educate the world about Juneteenth and the freedoms that were gained. Hallelujah. So come Lee on. has continued her annual 2.5. 2.5 mile walk alongside her luminaries okay. and this walk symbolizes the two and a half years it took for those enslaved in texas to learn about their freedom oh mm. she come on now no she's mm. like we're not gonna let this go no she's like i'm seeing limited series i am seeing period um full series i am seeing movie documentaries period. like we're not we're not we're gonna keep our neck we're gonna keep the foot on the neck on this Her you're not re- gonna erase yes. this and <laughs> no. no that and that is just such a sad story about you know the texans yeah the it's facts like, like come on like two and a half years Ugh. Y'all like shit America that. is ghetto and dirty and it's the fact that no one talks about anything yep that fucking happened here truly Ugh, gross and we're not even talking about how they're changing all these laws to change the educational books to not tell the truth about certain things or to write in a certain way uh-huh. so it sounds a certain way so people don't feel guilty about what happened in the past so but you better guilty this dick the fuck <laughs> and that's and it's sad you know what I mean it's sad that you can't trust <sighs> to get the truth anymore and miss opal's like no ma'am <laughs> we're gonna document this <laughs> i need an agent we go we gonna write the stories like i'm not gonna i'm not gonna let this go and i'm like ma'am good job yes and amen <laughs> right yes and a freaking man yeah okay yeah shout out to her well we can't wait to see what she does mm-hmm. i'm very interested yeah in what she got going on yeah because if caa signing they know they're gonna get some uh mm-hmm. they 15 let's just be let's be 100,000 percent they 15 percent that's a lot of percent <laughs> <laughs> i'm like damn i'm over here doing the numbers like damn 15 y'all could give miss opa a discount okay. right <laughs> give a discount five percent that's right. all y'all need. Y'all got enough money anyways. Many people signed to CAA. Y'all got big ass names signed okay. to CAA. She is a Nobel Peace Prize nominee. Insane. Get a friends a family discount. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Miss Opal. <laughs> we can't wait to see. Okay. I'm here for it. I'm here for it too. Yes. Oh my goodness. All right. And that's the news for today. Yes, I mean, we can get right into main segment. Yeah, let's get into it. So if y'all have read the subject and title line today, we are going to do a TV review and it is for the pilot of Bust Down, which is a half hour <laughs> comedy on Peacock streaming now. I believe they have all the episodes up. Yes. And so we're going to get into it. Here's a description of the show. 
It is an edgy comedy about four friends working at the Diamondback Casino in Gary, Indiana. That's where Michael Jackson's from. Yep, or all that the Jacksons, is true. actually. Yes. Ooh, all the, well, the famous Jacksons, yes. <laughs> As they navigate obstacles and opportunities in and out the workplace, including bosses who violate boundaries, Ew. climbing a very short corporate ladder, <laughs> and short. witnessing domestic disputes. My God. Mm. The series follows Jack, Sam, Chris, and Langston as they live dead-end lives, working dead-end jobs in middle America in an exploration of what happens when all of the answers of life's problems are bad ones. (laughs) Got it. Noted. Yeah. Duly noted. So I'm going to get through the cast real quick. Quick. Um, It's pretty easy because the first names are the names of the um, actual characters. I love when people do that. Yeah. So uh, Chris Red um, is Chris. And if you don't know Chris Red, he is a comedian who is on SNL right now. Sam J. He's in Keenan's show too. Yes, he is. He is in Keenan. Yep. It's a good show actually. I like Keenan. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah, it's cute. Um, Sam J. As Sam, she has an HBO show. She does. It just got renewed, I heard. Okay, good for her. Excellent. She also used to write on um, SNL, and she's a comedian, too. Well, look at her. Yeah, yeah. Okay. She's, yeah. Um, Langston Kerman as Langston. He's a comedian. We've seen him mm-hmm. um, do some stuff around here. He was also on Southside. I liked his role on Southside. And he was in Instacurve first, yep, first season. Yeah, first season. I think that's how a lot of y'all probably yep. know him as the maybe gay nigga. <laughs> yep. Man, I thought Molly messed up, but I did too. But woo. didn't she always mess up? I mean, it Sorry. wouldn't be Molly. Yeah, if she didn't mess up everything <laughs> while being extremely successful at the same time. Okay. <laughs> Oh, ridiculous. Um, Jack Knight as Jack, a, st- a stock cl- stockroom worker. Um, Jack, I believe he's also a comedian. Um, yeah, I think he's a yeah, very interesting comedian. character. Such <laughs> an interesting character. Um, Phi Trans as Tiki, Sam's side piece. Not a side piece. Y'all ain't right. Um, <laughs> uh, Dominique Perry as Nina, Sam's girlfriend. Okay, okay. I like Dominique. Uh, she was also an insecure. She was. Yep. And she, yeah, I won't say the other part. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and Freddie Gibbs as the casino HR manager. He's a part of the main cast. Got it. Yes. And I'm, as he should. I'm here for it. I'm as here he for should. it. So now that you guys have an understanding of what it is, may uh, I know you don't really. <laughs> <laughs> That's the point of the show. You do not know what's happening. Um, <laughs> ever. Ever at all. Um, but yeah, the pilot, real quick, uh, explores uh, sexual assault. One of trigger the characters. Warning. Yep, trigger warning. Oh, and uh, spoiler alerts. Yeah, we just gonna say oh, yeah. what happens, This guys. is what a review is. Yeah, so keep your, I don't know, complaints, wherever. Um, <laughs> Up your ass. Okay? <laughs> like, we don't care. So... <laughs> So in the main, uh, in the main, uh, in the pilot, basically, Jack, who was a part of the show, uh, the main characters of Friends, mm-hmm. he gets sexually assaulted by um, a higher up. And so it, it basically, mm-hmm. I have to explain. Go for it. His white, disgusting, sloppy oh. boss Ooh. grabs his penis. Yeah. Just, just grabs his up. penis. And it was so jarring. Um, it was so it's like within the first five minutes. Yeah, it was so, so jarring. So he comes back, he tells his friends, and they all react in different ways, right? So like Sam J is like, you're just going to have to push this down forever and ever. <laughs> you're so... Which is, yes. I was like, damn. Some people do that. Some people do that. And then um, Langston, he was like, we have to tell the superior. Like, this is awful. We have to report this. Also, he was trying to be like, and we can use this for our advantage. 
shit. We're like, oh, okay, got it. I thought like, he was just trying what? to be a good person. <laughs> Um, and then Chris, who is an interesting character, I, he's I'm, off the chain. He's off the chain. But basically, I think his response was like, "Yeah, this happened to me when I was a kid." Like, and everyone was like, "Wait, you got molested, nigga?" <laughs> Yo, that was wild because they did a whole flashback. That flashback was funny. Like, Yo, that was like, a funny "You're flashback. terrible telling stories." <laughs> and I was like, "Yeah, this sucks." It was a very funny flashback. Where it was they were great. Like, I, that it's nineteen ninety-seven. It's ninety-seven. <laughs> That was great. That's good comedy. Was That's stupid. good comedy right there. Um, so yeah, so then he tries to get everyone to be like, nah, I didn't get molested. I'm just gonna tell other people. They're gonna know. And they're like, everybody like in his life is like, this is sad. You need yeah. help. This is not good. <laughs> seek help and please. seek God. <laughs> seek God. Please stop telling us this. Please get help. Right. Uh, I asked to hear this. <laughs> Uh, they ended up telling their uh, higher up, which is the HR manager played by Freddie Gibbs. And this nigga was like, this nigga, yo, he was like, wait a minute. A grown man touched your crotch and you didn't be his ass. And you telling another grown man. man. <laughs> and you ain't socked that nigga. Period. He was like, I don't, I don't understand. And then he had to like assume it was Sam. <laughs> Cause he was a woman. His ass was like, I can, yeah, she's butch, but she still got some jiggling. I can understand why somebody. <laughs> she said, mm-hmm. <laughs> sure do, bitch. <laughs> like, y'all are stupid. Yeah. Um, and then it just oh culminates God. into a, a bunch of bullshit. Yes. Uh, he, yeah. <laughs> it's a lot. So check it out. Um, overall, what did you think of the pilot of Bust Down? Yeah, so I remember we reported on this uh, probably a couple weeks ago. Yeah, yeah. And they said it was going to be stupid. They, they said it was going to be a show about nothing. Mm-hmm. And they said black people can have shows like that too. Yeah. Because white people have shows like that all the time. That's and I true. said, they do. And mm-hmm. I said, you're right. <laughs> and I said, when I saw the show, so that's what I was expecting to come into yeah. it. So I'm not like, I, it's, it's exactly what I had expected yeah. based off of what I had already heard about it. Right yeah <laughs> it, it, it was just yeah. a lot it was it was it a was. lot um and it was it was definitely absurdist type humor yes um uh, <laughs> <laughs> Katie, this, this is not like me it, it was yeah interesting characters yeah. the you got some comedians in there mm-hmm. they're funny they you got some funny folks in there mm-hmm. Um, was not surprised that the funniest person from the show was actually Freddie fucking Honestly, Yeah, that actually surprised me, but in a good way. I said, I'm finished. I said, why was Freddie Gibbs hilarious? <laughs> Honestly. My biggest takeaway was Freddie Gibbs. Yeah, yeah. Um, fucking hilarious. Yeah, he was funny. Like, he was great. Funny. Just stole the show. I think stole, it was perfect casting for him. Perfect yeah. casting. Stole the scenes. Yeah. Uh, and it was... It was, I don't even have an opinion because it was just a lot of, a lot of things. Yes. <laughs> Very absurdist. Like, yeah. guys, to the extreme absurdist. Yeah. And so I'm interested to see what an, another episode would look like because yeah. I don't even know what to say about the pilot except that it was crazy. Yeah, it was wild. When I first watched it, it took me, okay, so preface this, my edible was hitting in, so I was very <laughs> high, okay, the first time I watched it. <laughs> don't judge me. I was very happy. So. Great, as you should be. Amen. And so it was hard to 
know what was happening at times. Like it was mm-hmm. like because they hit you with the um with the jar like they hit you with the shock factor, right? So immediately within the first five minutes, you see this man get assaulted, right? But I I know that I'm watching a comedy, so I was like. Right. I don't know what to do right now. And I, all I'm thinking is like, why the fuck did he punch that nigga right? dead in his fucking shit? And I was like, he just was assaulted. And then they just moved on to this like, actually a really beautiful shot of like exiting out of the um, the back room of the casino. And then you see everybody else. That was a great and shot. It was a great shot. I remember shot. thinking, this is cool. Like, this is a cool shot. Yeah. I'm following. I'm following. I'm you. following. But I was still like, but that's the cold open. <laughs> Oh, I was like, oh, that, yeah, that's oh, the theme song. Okay. All right. So this Bust is, down. Got okay, it. Okay, cool. This is the show. So they definitely shock you. And then they go into, it's very absurdist. So like you'll go into these like flashbacks that, that are that very are wild. Mm-hmm. <laughs> They're very wild. And so sometimes it, it feels kind of like uh, disconnecting for me. So mm-hmm. I'm like, wait, what? You know? So sometimes I'm like, does this have to do with the story? That was a very funny joke what am I watching again? <laughs> like, like, What's happening yeah. here? <laughs> yeah, what are they talking about? <laughs> it was a lot of that. But there were some jokes where they hit, like when we talked about the flashback that mm-hmm. uh, the character Chris had <laughs> about funny. his sexual assault um, issue. And no, incident. And it was so funny because they were so... I guess absurd with the with the comedy. It's very of breaking it. the fourth wall yes. type shit. Yes. Um, so that that actually hit. And I was like, okay, all right. Um, and then some things I was like, what is the decision? What's I, I was confused about why they did that, right? So Langston character, I, I wasn't sure about what who his character was, basically. Like And I had no like he <sighs> The acting felt off to me, but it could have been contributed to the absurdity of the world. You know what I mean? So I was like, yeah, I his don't acting know. was super interesting. Yeah, because I think that's how he sounds all the time, and wow. I didn't know that he sounded like that <laughs> until he sounded like that when we saw him in person too. I'm just mm. thinking of him from Insecure. Yeah. I'm like, oh, so did he change his voice to sound? normal and scary the way he sounds i guess it's like a little bit deeper yeah 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 and this voice is an interesting voice yeah (laughs) it's kind of whiny like yeah like kind of like i don't know yeah and then there were some moments where he actually like at the end where uh freddie gibbs kind of like hits him in the head he was like yo soft dick ass or something he said (laughs) real ridiculous it was funny though i was like whatever he said was funny that was funny though and then he hit him in the head and then his response was to kind of act like a a baby a little bit like oh like kind of like whiny and like um what's the word like almost like a temper tantrum type shit Mm -hmm. you know and i was like interesting response i wouldn't i don't understand why this character is acting like this you know what i mean yeah i don't and i guess there's we don't have to understand anything this is that's just what i'm assuming at this point yeah i never watched workaholics but that's you know what that's a good reference like um and i've never even seen workaholics but from what i know it feels like it's a more absurd and black workaholics because workaholics probably would have been this had they have been able to do more shit but they yeah. were on comedy central yeah that's true which is like you can't you can do and things on comedy yeah yeah <laughs> but it's like i didn't know peacock it's this is tvma right i'm trying to think what's the rating here tvma Ooh, obviously yeah that yeah no yeah um they say nigga a lot which i love yeah yeah i know y'all hate it i love, love it. it um yeah. fuck y'all um <laughs> <laughs> um it yeah yeah 
the characters were interesting. It yeah. kind of seems like everyone yeah, we'll was just acting it. as themselves, except for Jack Knight. I'm like, does he really act like that? Yeah. So Jack Knight's character was very hard to pin down. I for don't know me. what the fuck was going on with him. He was the character that actually in the first five minutes we see get assaulted by a superior in his job. Like I just did and not understand. And some his of the character. decisions he made, I was like, what? Like there was a scene near the end where basically like the trauma was bubbling up. And he comes out screaming and he uses this plant that he made into a dildo. Right. And so he runs out. All of these workers are around surrounded by the um, assaulter who assaulted him. And like, he just starts stabbing him in the butt with this like dildo. And I'm like, what? Like he's screaming. Like he looks crazy. Like I thought he was going to go in there and like beat his ass. I'm like, okay. Yeah. Like should have delayed, but fine. Yeah, sure. That makes sense. But it was like, why? did you do this? And then it all culminated with other people saying, oh yes, I was assaulted. I was assaulted Right, too. which is good. It's like, you know, people coming uh, out with yeah. their stories. And I like that it highlighted black males being yes. um, sexually assaulted because yeah. we seem to forget that men can be sexually Absolutely. assaulted as well. Anyone. Um, <laughs> yeah. And we just like to brush it under the rug and then we use like... We tell men just to get over it. Yeah. Or you just should have beat his ass and that's it. You know what we, I mean? I, mean, I agree with the beating up the ass. <laughs> well, I agree with the I agree he should have beat his ass for sure but there was another point another scene where uh Sam's girlfriend Mm -hmm. pointed out to him and Sam's girlfriend is played by Dominique Perry who was in Insecure and she was like yeah but you could have lost your job right so that little point to like the power dynamic that he he was in the middle of right like yeah you could beat his ass but you could also lose your job but it's also you you're know? a stockroom worker you could get a job anywhere <laughs> no this is very room. true and but the but there's a dynamic there she's just like you probably you know what i mean like you probably were fucking afraid to lose your job right like there's true. as much as like in the moment people are like oh, i can do this but like there is a dynamic there where it's like oh that could hold a lot of people back even when people said, oh, yeah, I was, too. I was, too. There's there's an element that kept everybody quiet mm-hmm. for not saying nothing. You know what I mean? Yeah, so that's true. I think they that was actually very smart and probably way deeper than they probably wanted. Um, the yeah, show I'm, just, I'm confused at the tone. That's yeah, what it is. Yeah. The tone of the show, the tone of yes. the characters is confusing the fuck yeah. out of me. I don't know what's mm-hmm. going on ever. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but there are funny scenes, which I appreciate. Like, right. I do good think jokes. it's funny. Yeah. Like you have a bunch of funny people who I genuinely think are funny. Right. Freddie Gibbs being number one. Right. I was like, oh, okay. is like, you have all these comedians. Why is Freddie Gibbs like funny as like not saying he's funnier than them, mm-hmm. but he's the, he was the funniest to me. Yeah. Like yeah. why? And it was like, whoa. <laughs> yeah. I mean, for him, you know what? If we're talking about character and tone, I think he, he matched the tone of his character the right. best. Right. Like, I feel like we all know that he HR had manager. his character down the best, yeah. I think. Because everyone yes. else, I think they may be. I think Sam J, she has who her character is and she mm-hmm. plays that well. Yeah. Jay Knight, I don't know. Jack Knight, I don't understand his character. Yeah, I don't know if confusing. he understands his character yet. Yeah. Langston, don't know if he understands his character yes. yet. I don't know if they know what their character is. I Chris, we all know who Chris is and yeah. he's acting out exactly who yeah. he's supposed to be. Yeah. So if Jack and Langston can figure out what the, who the fuck their characters yeah. are, yeah. then I think it would be better. Hopefully but over Freddie the Gibbs, we see out that. of everyone, understand. The assignment. <laughs> the assignment! <laughs> Down <laughs> to 
the mannerisms <laughs> down to just the really banter, did. the back and forth. All the jokes landed. <laughs> They all landed hook, line, and sinker. When at the end, he was like, uh, anyways, we're going to escort all the men to their cars. And then Sam was like, uh, why don't y'all escort the women to the cars? And he looked at her like, shut the fuck up. <laughs> he was like, anyways. <laughs> and she looked around like, am I not Is, speaking? That's a good question. <laughs> it's, yeah. Like, so the biggest takeaway, guys, is Freddie Gibbs is a star. He's funny. In yeah. this show. Yeah. In this show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um... Yeah. No, I agree with you. The tone is confusing. Some of the characters definitely need to solidify who they are exactly. Right. Because it's weird to see them do make the decisions that they make if we don't really know who they are as a character. Right. Because I'm like, I'm like, what? Because, you know, with these type of like workplace comedies, mm-hmm. everyone has their role and they play it. Yep. And it's like, I can understand what Chris's role is. Yeah. Definitely understand Freddie or what was his name? Chauncey's role, Freddie Gibbs' character. Mm-hmm. I understand Sam's character mm-hmm. and her role. It's just, I don't understand it. Like I said, we don't know Jack and Langston's character, right. their roles yeah. in this. Yeah. It's almost like, what? Like, they could be the same role almost the way they act. Yes. So it's it like, why do like, we need what? two of them? Or it seems like Jack is kind of similar to Chris's character too, like big and over the the top, like do over. But also the, just but not. Like, but also yeah. just weird. Just weirder. Yeah, it's like. But it's like he. It's I weird. think he was supposed to maybe be like Lakeith's character in Atlanta. Oh, but yeah, it's, not it's not quite giving that. hitting. Yeah, like it's giving like they want him to be Lakeith in Atlanta, but it's not giving Lakeith yeah. in Atlanta because Lakeith in Atlanta is weird. Yeah, like he's that weird. <laughs> yeah, just doing whatever he wants character. But yeah, Lakeith stood, understood his role in that. Yeah, and he played it. Yeah, I, was, I don't know. Whereas Chris is giving like the dumb, like a little bit like Betty White, <laughs> Betty White the cool. <laughs> Yeah, Chris is giving kind of the yeah. overly confident. Yeah. The, he, yeah. yeah. He's just, uh, just thinks he's that nigga and yeah. he's not. not. Um, very Wrong extra. Ideas in the world and it's like, no, that's not. Yeah. That's not All good. of that is the big whopping no. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, that's what it is. We yeah. don't understand the tone. Yep. In the pilot, at least. So yeah. maybe if we watch more, it'll mm-hmm. become more clear. Right. I haven't watched the rest of it, but no, all of them either, are on yeah. there. They don't come out weekly like the other some of the other shows do. So yeah, I think I just need to maybe watch a little more, and maybe I yeah. understand a little more, yeah. or maybe I won't. <laughs> yeah. Honestly, yeah, that's that whole thing because it's so, like you said, the tone and some of the characters are so confusing. It's like. I'm curious to see, but I don't know if I need to. Right. Yeah. I'm like, like, I don't know. Um, yeah. Yeah. But I feel like there's so many shows with all white folks doing the same thing. And yeah, they like, it's like, whatever. (laughs) They eat that shit up. They do. So yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Well, since it's like what? Six episodes. Yeah. It's only six episodes of 30 minutes. Yeah. I'm going to give it a whirl for Freddie Gibbs. Honestly. I'm going to try. I'm going to push through and I'm curious to see what other topics they tackle. Cause it was something interesting about this being like every part of me was like, this is not right. Oh my God. (laughs) But I was like, Oh, that's the point. You know what I mean? So I was like, yeah. Okay. That's, that's the point of it. So I was like, oof. I was like, my God. (laughs) <laughs> yeah so we'll see yeah. what else they tackle mm-hmm. um yeah or maybe they should just shouldn't have tackled anything 
Like maybe if it was just supposed to be a show about nothing, then let's make it a show about nothing. Yeah. Yeah. Ooh, that's what we just cracked the case. Yeah. They're, they just, they're kind of contradicting themselves. Yeah. It's supposed to be like an absurdist comedy about nothing, but you're trying to tackle like really heavy stuff. Yeah. So maybe they just should have made it a show about nothing. Yeah. Yeah. I think I would have enjoyed Fine that more. It. Yeah, <laughs> I agree. Because then, yeah, I don't want to sit there and be like, oh, this is this is interesting. Like, yeah. The whole time we're yeah. like, yeah, I'm talking about molestation. Like, yeah, that's true. But I am glad, like you said, like they said they were going to do something like this. And mm-hmm. I'm glad that more black creators can create something like this because right. it's like okay we're not going to be in a box we're going to try and like we don't talk about slavery exactly. or black trauma right. or just black suffering yeah which yeah. we deal with every day so all the time <laughs> um but at least they you know are trying to do something different and unique in a different mm-hmm. tone I'm, I'm trying to figure that tone out i am but you know, it doesn't have to be like a cookie cutter, right? Like stereotypical, quote unquote, black show, right? Like right. Can, which I don't think it is. I think it's exactly. just kind of its own thing. Yeah. Which, and that's what it's gonna have to be. Yeah. And it's allowed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, but like as we've seen, like so many other crazy shows come on air too, yeah. and it's like they can do it, y'all can do it too. Shit. Yeah. Um, but I do enjoy the fact that we have all these comedians and they're and they're funny peeps. Yeah. Um, I just Langston, I think is actually funny, but he's just yeah. not that funny in this. Yeah. And like, the interesting a funny thing, person. they wrote the whole thing together. Like they when, did. Yeah. So maybe he just wanted his character to not be funny. Yeah. Or I mean, maybe there's too many. I mean, okay. So maybe there is too many cooks in the kitchen if it's, mm. but if you're in a writer's room, you have a whole bunch of people who are right. you know adding to it. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? So maybe not, you know? And some of the moments did feel like SNL skits for sure. Like that <laughs> flashback all felt like, I was like, oh, okay. It's giving SNL <laughs> for show. It's giving SNL flashback for sure. Yeah. So I don't know. We'll see. I'm going to still, I'm going to still try and give it a world. I was very confused. Like we said, tone and characters. Um, I made myself watch it again sober and I did catch more of the jokes. So... Okay. But I was still like, I still kind of don't know what's going on. But as you pointed right. out, that's the point. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that's genuinely the point. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. The tackling of the, the heavy right. stuff was a bit much yeah. for, I think, what they were trying to do. Yeah. But um, solely for Freddie Gibbs. Because <laughs> <laughs> he was funny, y'all. He was, he was, he was yeah. funny as hell like that's a like just a a phenomenal performance yeah (laughs) a phenomenal performance from someone who's supposed to not be an actor yeah i was tripped out i said damn (laughs) i'm cackling um so yeah yeah, this is probably the most confused review we've ever written. We, were, uh, we yeah. talked in uh, we talked in question marks a lot because yeah. we were like, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. And sometimes you just don't know. Yeah. Yep, we're allowed. We're yeah. allowed to not know. Yeah. And that's what we did not know about. We just didn't know about this. We did know that Freddie Gibbs is funny. Yeah, so we check did him out. know. And you should definitely check him yeah. out. I don't know. I guess some of you guys listen to his music. Mm-hmm. Um, probably, you know, a lot of you guys listen to his music. Mm-hmm. I don't. But yeah. um, he is a rapper. Mm-hmm. He should be a comedian. Yeah. <laughs> As well. Yeah, yeah. Great character. Yeah. Great character. Yeah. Um. So, yeah. 
I mean, I think you guys should still give it a whirl, as we always say. Mm-hmm. We haven't given everything up. We haven't given everything an ice review on here. And yeah. We still tell you guys to watch it anyways. Yeah. So check it out for yourself. Check it out for yourself. Mm-hmm. Uh, just know that it, they will be talking about some things that may be upsetting to people in the first episode. So. Yeah. And a lot of shows do that. So. Yeah. So, hey. Yeah. They, they can do it too. Shit. Yeah. <laughs> or it might be your humor. You might be like. Right. Oh, this is. Right. It's obviously absurdist humor. Mm-hmm. Like you have mm-hmm. to, it's dark comedy. You have yeah. to be able to handle dark comedy. Yeah. Don't be a sensitive. <laughs> and it's okay if you are sensitive. Just yeah. don't watch it. Amen. Either way, give it a whirl if you're if you're ready. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right. And that is our review of yes. Bus Down. <laughs> Bus it. Bus it. Is you fucking? And that is on the peacocks. Yeah. I always call it the peacocks because it's more fun. Yeah. And then we'll get right into our last segment. Niggas, you should know. The only one you should know, Judith got it. Yeah. Well, the only nigga you should know for this week is Miss Opal Lee. We talked about her earlier. She just signed a CAA. Okay. And you already heard all of the things that, well, first of all, she first was an American retired teacher, counselor, and activist, and she has made it her life's mission to make sure that we do not forget Juneteenth, Period. the actual day that all the slaves, <laughs> particularly in Texas, knew that they were free because, you know, colonizers were like, uh, no, we're just not going to tell them, so, which Little is some fucks. boo-boo. Little fucks. Which is some boo-boo. So she decided, like, uh, no, we're going to make sure that this is a federal hospital holiday and she actually made it happen last year juneteenth became a federal holiday so period yeah miss opal is not out here playing she has a mission period. she has it um in her soul and she was like i need an agent <laughs> asap sure do okay because we're not gonna let this die and <laughs> she said, i need an agent get me one now, now. pronto stat <laughs> okay like not playing so i'm here for miss opal she has used her life for this mission i could i'm have never (laughs) i'm like which hair care product do i need that's my (laughs) mission today so (laughs) go off miss opal do the damn thing um yeah in 2021 at the age of 94 she's still pushing these efforts okay and she looked good. Okay, every picture you see her hair curl. Right. She has all the colors. I saw that picture and fantastic. did not. I did not see nine for you, a woman. When I saw that picture, I mean, go off. Okay, and if y'all gonna do it, go ahead and give her some Maybelline ads too. Right. Go ahead and put her. Maybe she's born with it. Maybe it's Maybelline. Okay. But she born with it. Though. She born with it. <laughs> Maybelline. Oh, hey, play it. Have her in the next Fenty show. Don't play with me. Right. So yeah, she she's doing the damn thing. I'm here for it. Oh yes, and she's a um, Nobel. Nobel Peace Prize nominee okay Mm -hmm. so she's doing big things for all of us in society and yeah she is the only nigga you should know period 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 network (laughs) yeah shout out to Miss Opal Lee Mm -hmm. we can't wait to see you know what she got going on I still am shocked that she's 9'4 that's Mm -hmm. through for a loop Um, wow. Mm-hmm. Wow, wow, mm-hmm. wow. So yeah, she's literally the only person you need to know this week. Truly. Um, 
that's it. Yeah. Check out Bust Down if you um, are not sensitive. You literally cannot be yeah, sensitive you if can. you watch that. Um, and then Tinseltown Tea on all the things yes. as usual. Like, subscribe, comment, whatever the kids are doing these days. Yes. Whatever it is that you can do, TikTok do it. And zoom in. I don't know. Whatever right. y'all do. Right. Satellite something. Shit, I don't right. know. I made that up. <laughs> That's not a new uh, social media outlet okay. that I made that up. Mm-hmm. Um, Yeah. Tinseltown Tea on all the things. Yes. We'll be back next week for episode 105. Whoa. We're old guys. 105. Bye. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>